fairly certain that we utilized the truck the most efficient way that we could yesterday for the first time, you know? Yeah. Holy crud. Spent basically $600 at Lowe's, right? And and got everything we need to be able to do the fence in the back because I'm tired of looking back there and seeing it. I mean, they've got... It's just, it just, it's not pretty anymore. I don't want to see it anymore. I've got a friend coming over in a couple of weeks and I, or a week and some change. And I really don't want him looking, you know, at their backyard. I was like, no, this isn't going to happen. I haven't seen him in, gosh, I think 10 years, almost 10 years. So I haven't seen him in 10 years and. Now I'm going to see him and he's going to see me and I don't want him coming to my house and seeing them. I don't want, I just, I, I, I do appreciate and, and, you know, enjoy my privacy and, you know, it's fine if, if people want to have a bunch of junk in their backyard, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But, like they, they sat there and told us they were going to get it all cleaned up and everything. And their version of getting it all cleaned up was moving, reusing it. half of it to mm-hmm. make different things with it and then just moving it all a little bit further away thinking hey if it's over by the shed closer to my house it's you know she getting was, she rid was of so it. proud of turning the um turning the the garden swing into a clothesline yeah which is it's ugly it's yeah. not even straight it doesn't like literally And it's not like she has, like, because, like, I understand some people do legitimately have things like that in their backyard for decoration Mm -hmm. with, like, old florally cloth and things like that. And, like, that's really cute. But it's just an empty bare line with some clothespins on it that's not straight. And the wire looks like barbed wire. I haven't even thought about how cute it would be to take ours and, you know, uh, like, run a clothesline out of the laundry room window now that you've figured out how to basically <laughs> pry the hell out of the windows to make them open. Yeah, which you is know? kind of, it's kind of annoying that it just took me that long. I was so sick of it. It's, yeah. it because we're trying to cut back on our power usage and not oh, get to yeah. using our, you know, air conditionings until it's like solidly 85. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It gets ridiculously hot upstairs because it's just all the heat just comes in, you know, just, it, it gets really bad. And so my room has the least circulation out of all the rooms upstairs mm-hmm. and like nobody believes me until they walk into my room because nobody's ever just like hanging out in my room and so people are just like oh man no it's not that bad and i'm like no, you don't understand i, I can't sleep i cannot yeah. fall asleep and stay asleep when it is hot outside if it, if it is above 75 and it doesn't drop below 65 that night i'm not sleeping because my room gets so hot and so i finally just was like i'm sick of it i climbed out on the roof and took a took a hammer and uh uh what is that called a scraper thingy mm-hmm. to it and got underneath it and just kept going and going at it on different sides and everything and got that big window open and I'm like oh my god and now the next step is no no you know showing Nikki how to do it <laughs> so that Nikki can climb up the ladder and get the rest of her windows and mm-hmm. my other two windows that don't have a roof next to them so we can't get to them easily yeah it's time to get that la- other ladder off the roof anyway so yeah yeah that's we need to, yeah. to use it for a lot now We're oh yeah having a lot of projects that we want to do so oh yeah luckily we don't need to spend more money i just gave us enough work to make everybody go uh because that's what the girls did they're like wait so we have all the stuff for the fence yeah 
And then Lily was like, well, what about the brick? And I said, well, we have brick. I'm like, we just have, we have to utilize the brick, but we do have brick, Mm -hmm. you know, and yes, I'm going to have to buy more brick, but I don't have to buy a lot of brick. I don't have to buy as much as you think I have to buy. So I'm going to measure it out and we can get started on it. We already have a fence panel and it's like, so we have one and then we can just start building everything else ourselves and putting it together because I'm just done. I'm I'm completely just literally I, I'm just done with it. I, I don't I don't want to see them anymore. I good fences make good neighbors. And it's time to make good neighbors. I, I don't care yeah, about 90 percent of the time they come home and their child is screaming mm-hmm. bloody murder and we just have to sit there and deal with it this is the most spoiled kid ever they have to drag him out of the car mm-hmm. and oh yeah you know, oh he <laughs> called roxy over and everything it's else been and it's like, irritating no, me because yeah. i'm like roxy is still learning how to listen mm-hmm. when there's distractions around and they just do not care and i'm like oh my goodness it's so annoying Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then like they always met i don't know what they do or anything like that because we're not like friends or anything but like they come home at different times and leave within 10 minutes of coming Mm -hmm. home so often that it's like irritating like i will be outside doing the same thing in my garden yeah and they will walk out of their house get their car leave and then 20 minutes they'll come back go inside and they come back out and leave and they come back home 30 minutes later go inside and then come back out and leave and i'm like what i don't know what you're doing i don't see them carrying anything in and it's it's just like irritated because half the time like i can tell that they're like oh should i say something and i'm like please don't i don't want to have a conversation with you i just want to be able to be in my backyard and not Mm -hmm. feel obligated to talk to people my my garden is my safe space Mm -hmm. and i don't want to feel like i'm being watched or seen or looked at or any of that just because i'm back there so it's just (laughs) i'm already like i the way that they are i could see you know they keep justifying their trash and everything and talking about that and Mm -hmm. it's okay and you know oh i just didn't like the bush line so i just got it all like all the things have just given me such a mm, i wouldn't like you as a person so i'm just not going to create any kind of bond so that i don't have to not like you (laughs) this is as it is we're just gonna leave it as we're neighbors and nothing more (laughs) so yeah i'm excited for that fence to be up and Mm -hmm. i just i want i want the fence up but i want some kind of nice little trim outline thing in front of it so we got like some bushes bark whatever rocks i don't care i just like that's what my brain keeps saying would look nice and the only reason that it's like, well, I can't do it anywhere else because the, all, the only other fence is shaded out. So it's like I couldn't put anything in there anyways. Yeah. But I just like I'd do it. I, I'd even get to the point of lining it all with like nice river rock and just making it like herb garden in the ground because herbs, th- th- those herbs mm-hmm. won't die. I could put so much time in rosemary <laughs> lining our fence. Well, I also I saw a really and it's weird, but that cement set that I showed you. That cement, uh, um, you know, outdoor furniture set. Mm-hmm. How nice it would be to have that back in the corner. Yeah. So I was thinking about that and thinking, yeah, that would be nice. I'd, I'd be happy with something like that. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll see. You know, it's it's all a work in progress. We get to be liquid, and uh, we got a Timu package uh, yesterday while we were out. So that's exciting. Excuse me. That's exciting. And uh wanna look at that and see how useful that stuff is for your garbage or your garden. Uh. <laughs> I I don't know. I Timo I'm kinda sitting on the fence as to whether or not they're just wish dot two point or, you know, it they're better products. But I the first ones I got are pretty safe. Um, so and we'll get to do the unboxing on that and just testing on that and we'll put the videos up on all our social media so people can get a 
see that and take a look what that's at. So I'm pretty excited about it. We'll we'll see all around. So with that, good morning and welcome to the Stoop Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So we have a couple of national days today. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Our first one is National Tooth Fairy Day. So February 28th, National Tooth Fairy Day, encourages us to take a look back on the history of one of dental care's little helpers. It's one, of our, it's one way our children develop good dental hygiene. Like some of the fantastic creations who, ser- who oversee children, the Tooth Fairy is a relative newcomer to the world of childhood fantasies. In the mid-1920s, fairies were used for all sorts of health education, from bath fairies to fresh air fairies as a way to get kids to remember to eat their vegetables, wash behind their ears, and get a good night's rest. Like toothpaste today advertises free flavors and sparkles to get kids excited to brush their teeth, in 1925, it was probably quite a bit more difficult considering the pa- the pastes were mostly peroxide and baking soda. One advertisement was for a fairy wand tooth whitener. This product promised to brush away cigarette and coffee stains. The ad was aimed at both children and adults, we hope. Then, in 1927, Esther Watkins Arnold printed an eight-page playlet for children called the Tooth Fairy. The same year, Sir Arthur Conan Do- Doyle, Doyle. Mm-hmm. proved his claim that fairies and gnomes are real and verified with pictures of two little girls surrounded by fairies. The world. Was I remember those pictures. They were cute and adorable. Yeah. The world was ripe with imagination and primed to have a tooth fairy to come collect the lost teeth of little boys and girls and leave a coin or two behind. Arnold's play began to be performed in schools the following year, and the tooth fairy has been slipping into homes ever since. She, or he, started leaving nickels and dimes under the pillows of sleeping children. Over the years, there have been variations on the theme. In 1942, in an article written by columnist Bob Balf in the Palm Beach Post, his children received war stamps to put in their books when they lost a tooth. It was a popular alternative during a time when giving to the war effort was a motivating factor. Today, the tooth fairy jingles less often. The average payout for a lost tooth ranges from $3 to $4 and could even go higher if dad mm-hmm. is on duty or if the tooth is lost late at night with no time for a parent to run to an ATM. So to observe National <laughs> Tooth Fairy Day, make an appointment for your next cleaning. Ask your parents if they still have the first tooth you lost. I hope not. Be a tooth fairy. Volunteer or give or give to dental organizations. Many of them provide free or low-cost dental care to those who cannot afford it. Others support dental students in their educational journey. These organizations are a vital part of our communities and states. You can also give a shout-out to your favorite organization. Be a tooth fairy to those near you. And then, you know, just talk about those experiences, because I, I definitely believed in the tooth fairy for quite a while. Um, I didn't, right after my first tooth. I, I just remember that my mother was not subtle enough. She was also, like, I'm pretty sure not sober enough. Um, that when she reached under my pillow, I woke up and knew exactly what was going on. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she kind of just reached in there trying to be quick because she was thinking that was the stealthiest way to do it mm-hmm. and ended up hitting the back of my head through the pillow. So. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have any of that. I still remember when i found out that all the things didn't exist and i cried um i think it was like 11 Mm -hmm. probably older i i wholeheartedly believed in magic (laughs) for a really long time and i don't even remember what in particular i asked about Mm -hmm. but i did i it wasn't i remember that it didn't even make me cry until i realized that tinkerbell wasn't real oh 
because I was like the biggest Tinkerbell fan when I was little, like yeah. so much. I loved Tinkerbell. I was Tinkerbell like maybe four times for Halloween. Like it was ridiculous. I loved Tinkerbell. I literally lost my mind when we did get to go to Disneyland and actually see her fly over the castle. Mm. I was so excited. And then, you know, so Tooth Fairy's not real. No, I'm sorry. It's not. So I mean, Santa isn't real too. No. And all the things and I was going through it. And then I started bawling. I was like, what? I was like, so sad. I mean, Tinkerbell's not real. Oh. And I was just, I was, I was oh. devastated. I, my life was ruined for the next week because I was, and I, I like, I was, it was at that point where it sucks because you get to a point where you get old enough that you actually, it makes you mad at your parents for lying. Mm-hmm. And so I was old enough that I was mad at them for not telling me that Tinkerbell wasn't real. I was so angry. And so then, spoiler alert for anybody out there who didn't know that Tinkerbell's not real. Well, yeah. I doubt that anybody's listening to us with their children. Yeah, I wouldn't. But, I would not. So, but yeah, no, I, there were so many things that, that, you know, everybody else gets upset about. I didn't get, I didn't care that Santa wasn't real. I didn't care that Tooth Fairy wasn't real. I, I just was like, you're telling me that all these things that I love and care about and worship basically mm-hmm. don't exist. There's no Disney princesses. So who are these people when I go and meet? Because I had met Tinkerbell at Disneyland. Like, I had all these things. And suddenly Mm -hmm. I was just angry. I was livid because all these people were being lied to. I still wasn't resentful enough that, like, I went places and went, did you know? Like, some kids do. Because, like, I'd been told by so many kids, like, oh, you know, that stuff's not real, right? Oh, you're so stupid. You believe in the tooth fairy? You think Tinkerbell's going to cut? Like, I, I was like, I don't care. I love these things. I know they're real. I've seen them. Like, <laughs> you know, you don't understand. And so, but yeah, no. So Tooth Fairy wasn't real, you know, way later in my life compared to a lot of people. They tell me like, oh yeah, I knew that when I was like seven. And I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> I believe things for a lot longer, I guess. I th- I guess it's just, it, it's a part of being the, the firstborn, I guess. You, you figure things out way later because you're still just too innocent because there's nobody to look you know up to in the you know be more mature you're the first person that's maturing in your family line mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's like nothing to you're not in a rush for anything <laughs> so that was i feel like that's yeah it just it sucked uh, if i would have found out when i was like eight i don't think it would have hit as hard i would have been like you know what that sucks Oh, well, and I would have forgot about it and been perfectly fine. But finding out, you know, 11 years of my life, I knew that these things were real and I saw them with my own two eyes. And, you know, I would, you know, all these things. I watched all the Tinkerbell movies that were out at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I adored Tinkerbell. And it was just like, nope, ripped right out from underneath me. <sighs> so, you know, I I loved fairy. I still do love fairies. I think that everything surrounding the idea of them is amazing even even the i even think the dark stories about fairies are cool like i like that's the one mythical creature that like i i don't know <laughs> i love fairies <laughs> even even the 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 cold-hearted spooky stories that range in you know like creepypasta level scary mm-hmm. oh I yeah love, no no i i, I, I know stories. some of those I, yeah they're those i was like whoa yeah people got great imaginations oh yeah you know but but you know, when when you get into that fantasy world where you learn that, you know, everything that has a good side also has a not as good side, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, OK. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like mermaids. You know, you, you, uh, you think of mermaids as just these when you're young. Yeah. Innocent, beautiful things. Then you learn sirens are supposedly mermaids. Yeah. Then you watch Harry Potter and yep. then you're like, what the hell are those <laughs> things? Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, just just, you know, 
yeah, that's like, no, they're not all aerial. And then to find out that, like, even that, that's the original story of that was a oh, horrible story. The original story, story so. of most of the Disney mm-hmm. princesses yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's horrendous. I still think if you want to really, like, go for a ride and, you know, like, ruin your day or appetite or whatever, look up the Sleeping Beauty original story. That's oh, the worst one. Yeah. That is the yes. worst one. Yes. And if you look that one up, I promise you the rest of them will not traumatize you as much. But because the the Sleeping Beauty one is horrendous. And I still don't actually know where that story actually started. That's like the weirdest thing about Mm -hmm. it is that nobody knows where it actually came from. And so it's just, I don't know. I don't like that one. No, that (laughs) That one's horrible. The the whole genre of so many of those. So you just sit there and go, oh, my gosh. The original story of Snow White is Mm -hmm. pretty dark. Like all of them just, yeah. (laughs) They're just, it's, it's crazy that somebody really looked at those and went, you know what? Let's make a nice happy version of it for some reason like i want to know who just like <laughs> look they're named grimm's fairy tale the guy literally yeah. has an a mood named after them so you know i have the yeah. snow white the original snow white one uh illustrated too mm-hmm. in a real creepy art style and so i it's mm. probably around the house somewhere i remember at was one it? point i was oh, like the grimm's brothers movie have you seen that it has all the fairy tales like a bunch of fairy tales that kind of integrate into it including the gingerbread man uh, that sounds familiar. oh man it's yeah it's it's dark <laughs> i like it it's dark so yeah so all right what, what's our second day our second day is mm-hmm. brought to us by our non-sponsorship <laughs> but <laughs> ihop <laughs> and i haven't been to ihop in years but it's national mm. pancake day so every year at the end of february or the beginning of march national pancake day raises money for charity IHOP restaurants began National Pancake Day in 2006. Since that day, they have raised close to $30 million for charities. Nice. On February 28th, 2023, people from around the world and the country will once again celebrate National Pancake Day at IHOP restaurants and enjoy free pancakes. Guests are asked to consider leaving a donation. Nice. Also known as Johnny Cakes, Griddle Cakes, or Hot Cakes, this batter-made breakfast item dates back more than 30,000 years. In fact, it may be the oldest breakfast food in history. They're delicious with whipped cream, maple syrup, fruit, and berries. Hmm. So, to observe National Pancake Day, visit IHOP and have pancakes for a good cause. Make a donation, share your favorite toppings, invite someone to enjoy pancakes with you, and take a picture and definitely post it on social media to spread awareness. Yeah, pancakes are pancakes. very, very. There's there, everybody's got different. Like in in France, it's crepes, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for actually for the U.S., pancakes weren't our original. Um, what we originally had were called griddle cakes, and uh. griddle cakes are thicker, fluffier, but they're you know they've generally it's just one side that's really well cooked, um, and you could you would split a griddle cake and cut it, um, you know, between several different people. So. It was uh, much denser, you know, batter originally. Um, I had at one point taken a griddle cake recipe, and believe it or not, I added club soda to it. Um, And it makes it nice and big and fluffy. And I went ahead and was like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to do it in the oven. So I did it in the oven. And honestly, I made a cake. (laughs) It's really (laughs) what it came down to. It ended up being that I had made a cake because I'm not a baker. I just stuck it in the oven because I didn't, uh, there was no way. I could, you know, I had this, uh, what, 18-inch lodge pan, and there was no way I, that I was flipping that pan, you know? And so, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I've since gotten better and learned how to do that. But 
you know, I I absolutely just ended up making I think a cake. So <laughs> it it worked. Not going to not going to be sad about it. So, but, you know, what, I think what are, you, are you a purist when it comes to pancakes? No, you always doctor your pancakes. Oh, I it literally depends hmm. on my mood and what I'm like wanting cuz like if I'm having crepes, I mm-hmm. like the strawberry syrup drizzle you know glaze mm-hmm. a little bit of powdered sugar strawberries and whipped cream or a good homemade cream that's not whipped like that's like my favorite way to have crepes but when it comes to pancakes like i am um i i think that if i'm going somewhere like if i go to ihop to get pancakes yeah i'm gonna be a purist i don't want a bunch mm-hmm. of craziness on it if i'm in a dessert mood like if i go later in the day then i'll it, it is a dessert to me and not a breakfast so then i'll have something like chocolate chips in it because i love that feeling like it's a big texture thing mm-hmm. like melty chocolate chips inside of a good pancake like oh <laughs> i could eat that all day and then i still like you know a, a tiny bit of maple syrup on something like that mostly just like whipped cream but i like i'm not a big fan i i like cinnamon pancakes if it's made buy a restaurant again more towards a dessert thing because they have that way of making it like like, apple cinnamon pancakes or just cinnamon pancakes i like both like i just like the way that they taste with the uh, again the texture that they have when they add the cinnamon to it it's different it's i don't know how to describe it if you've had it you know what i'm talking about this is not when you make it at home it's it's not like that it's it's just i don't know but no if i'm gonna have it for breakfast just plain old pancakes, buttermilk pancakes with some good, heavy, heavy, heavy amounts of butter on it and mm-hmm. syrup. And I people think I'm crazy because I hate like, you know, it's such a it, it's so widely accepted. Just pour syrup on your pancakes and then eat it and never touch the syrup again. Mm-hmm. That is ugh, <laughs> I hate that. I will pour syrup on my plate. And cut through my pancakes and dip it in there and then just keep adding syrup to my plate. And people think I'm crazy. Like, oh, you're going through so much syrup. And I'm like, okay, but this way my pancake isn't absorbing the syrup and then I don't taste it mm-hmm. anymore. So I like dipping it. It's a texture thing. It needs. I need to feel the syrup or else it's not there. <laughs> so it's, oh, I understand. Yeah, I so I've, I've always done that. I'll pour a little bit of... I'll, I'll drizzle a little bit of syrup on the top just just for the looks of it and to go ah and then i'll put some on the plate and then i'll just scoop it through the plate on you know every single bite and then if there's no more on the plate i add more to the plate and not the pancakes <laughs> so sure. i do the same thing with waffles but you know i i i like i just like pancakes so i don't think i think the only thing oddly enough is that i'm not a huge blueberry pancake fan i'd rather have blueberry waffles I don't think anybody does blueberry pancakes okay, the yeah. right texture. So, yeah, no, but I 100% would love <laughs> but the closest I hop to us is in Tyler. So, but I mean that's still closer than going to Waffle House <laughs> in um oh god, what's that city called? What, Corsicana? Corsicana, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know why I was stuck on a P named like a I wonder <laughs> if that is the closest Waffle House though cuz I mean, we haven't really gone around to look I searched it up. That was okay. the whole point. That was the closest Waffle House. The next one's like an hour and a half away. It's not fair. Okay, yeah. I want one. To put one in Tyler, that'll be fine. I have so many reasons to go to Tyler that are food related. For actual <laughs> boba, because uh, there's like, I think it's boba, boba lumpia or something like that. It's, it's a place in the mall, hmm. and it's a really nice, it, like, okay. they're good. Um but and then I love Smoothie King like 100% like I've been craving it again I want to go back just to get a smoothie but like for breakfast like I literally 
don't want to eat before I go <laughs> because yeah. I will just have a smoothie and I will be so fine with that because it's you can add so much to them that it's literally a breakfast and even without adding anything to it it's a breakfast I, a, a good sized cup of smoothie that's a breakfast mm-hmm. but anyways <laughs> I love good plain pancakes yeah you know I I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this so when I was in my when I was 16 um yeah 15 16 um I was uh, I couldn't get enough calories in me right because I was doing so many things that I was you know working out I was playing baseball I was playing football I was running I was very active I had my weekend job that I was doing I was literally just in hummingbird mode uh, the majority of the time that you know I was doing things so one of the things that we had at our IHOP when it popped up and it would pop up every so often and it might might have been this time of year it would make sense because um, it was spring and it was all spring training and everything else that we were doing um, was that IHOP would have all you could eat pancakes and for me all you can eat pancakes were it wasn't a um, it wasn't like all you could eat pancakes meant you know, hey, you're going to sit there until you're you're happy. No, all you could eat pancakes was a challenge to me. I was that person that was like, you know, eat as many pancakes as I could get down and hurt myself in the process type situation. So I would eat pancakes until I was literally sick. I was not feeling good at all. So... So I just, I had that in, you know, but I don't really eat pancakes because they just, well, number one, they're not good for my diet. I mean, that's, that's a big one. They are not good for me to, to have on my diet, but you know, the other side of it is also that, um, they're just, they're just sweet delivery systems. I mean, I, I like, I, I, I never think of pancakes like for pancakes. I think of pancakes for what I can add on to them. So so, you know, luckily I don't overeat and have pancakes, but I do have waffles. And I, when I do have waffles, um, I like to put the syrup in beforehand because I like the crispiness on it. But, you know, it is what it is. But now you've made me want Waffle House, so more than anything else. So, But with that, thank you for joining us so much this morning on the Stupid Podcast and everything. We hope you'll join us uh, for our afternoon dive. And uh, we'll be here later, and we'll see you then. So anything you want to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So with that, thank you so much and uh peace out with your peace out. Bye.